the taxi of the week might as well have been a movie okay i picked this one because literally it is so unbelievable like this could be a whole plot of a movie i don't know if it would be a good one because it didn't end well but uh, and there was no hero coming to save them. Maybe the hero in this case is the IRS and the Los Angeles <laughs> Department of Investigation um, or LAPD, as they call it, whatever. All right. So you ready for this week's tax tea? Yes. Okay. So this week's tax tea is, um, <laughs> is the story of two individuals. Okay. A hairstylist and an actress based in Los Angeles. Okay. okay do you see the sun coming up? LA, shiny. Okay. Imagine a situation where I don't know exactly how this happened, but these two individuals, um, Anthony and I forget the name of the lady. Oh, Anna. Anna. So Anthony and Anna. Anna was an actress, an aspiring actress in L.A. And um, Andre, Anthony, Anthony was a hairstylist. So they met a gentlemen who i don't know how they came across him i don't know if they did some business with him i don't know the story but basically came across a 60 something year old man who was worth about 60 million dollars oh wow and about 60 worth about 60 million dollars they somehow made their way to become a caregiver for this individual and okay. in the process of being of making themselves a caregiver for this individual, they basically ran a fraud scheme on him and stole about maybe twenty million dollars um, wow. from this person who was a physician. So let me let me kind of let me kind of set the scene. So basically, the the recap here is that they're being charged with fraud, of course, um, and they're being charged with fraud because about two to three months before the death of this physician, they had basically gotten him to sign over power of attorney um, to them. And they were basically making transfers of this gentleman's um, funds into their own personal accounts. So let me just, <laughs> let me take a step back because this is just really bad. So it's really, really bad. So basically they somehow met this physician. I don't know how they met him. They somehow met this physician. They met him when I think he had had a mental breakdown, had gone to prison. And somehow during this time, they had formed and developed a relationship with him, I guess enough to the point where this man trusted them. So when he had a mental breakdown, he went, ended up going to prison. And I don't think he contacted anybody else in his family and his friends. And somehow these two individuals got involved when he was in prison. And so basically what happened was when he was in prison or when he went to jail during this time, he gave the hairstylist, let's just say a friend who he thought was his friend, gave him power of attorney to be able to basically transfer money for his bail to get him out of prison. When he got him out of prison, the hairstylist and this actress basically manipulated him and somehow refused to give over the power of attorney um, authority. And so we're still basically using that power of attorney to open accounts in the gentleman's name. Um, they had him on drugs. I mean, this is bad. They were giving him LSD wow. and marijuana. Yeah. They moved into his house because they were saying that they needed to be his caretaker. Um, because he, again, wow. he had had that mental <laughs> breakdown. I guess he wasn't a hundred percent. And he was like, you know, these are my friends. They care about me. They're trying to take care of me. So they were doing all this under false pretense. So they still had power of attorney. So what they were doing then is they were opening different bank accounts 
um, mm -hmm. in the opening different bank accounts in the individual's name or this physician's name or opening bank accounts in their names and basically transferring again, because they have power of attorney, getting yeah. him to give them access to his bank account. Like I said, worth 60 plus mm -hmm. million dollars and transferring those funds, maybe like a million or $2 million at a time to their own personal accounts. So they Ooh, were stealing. I can see where this is going. Yeah. So they were stealing from this gentleman and basically the part where I said this does not end well and this is why I don't think this would be a good movie is because what happened was like I think like four days before he died, they had him on LSD, basically high on LSD, gave, mm -hmm. switched out the authentication, like, you know, the two-tier authentication step or whatever of his account, put his name, put his phone number to receive the authentication, authentication number and basically gave they gave themselves access to everything. Okay. Um, when he's his health condition started to deteriorate, I guess somehow um, in this process, um, they cut him off from his family. So like isolated him from his family, told him that his family didn't want what was best for him. They were the only ones who could take care of him. Just a hot mess. So basically he was the only one. They were the only ones that he relied on. Basically a cut off his family and all that stuff. So a couple of days before he passed away, they transferred, I think, like maybe 10 to 20 million dollars. I don't remember. And he finally, during before his death, he kind of realized that these people were taking advantage of him, chased them away from the house. And they used the money that I guess they had stolen from him to go rent a luxury hotel where they proceeded to then watch him on the camera. Because I guess they maybe they oh, had wow. a ring. They had a ring. Camera. I don't know. I'm not. Let me not put a ring in this. They had a camera in the house, so they were watching him from the house or whatever. I guess making sure or whatever. I don't know what they were trying to do. Basically watching him from there to wait until he died. I don't know. And so then the man eventually passed away. And when he passed away, and the family came and kind of started to unravel and discover all of these things, then they proceeded to sue the hairstylist and the mm -hmm. actress basically for defrauding him, manipulating him and abusing their power of attorney. Wow. I mean, this sounds like a movie straight out of Hollywood. Listen, <laughs> this is a real life situation. I am reading this from the IRS.gov website. This is why I said, man, this is such a good one to do because literally if you think about this and I didn't even read the, the detailed stuff, like some of the stuff that they did, mm -hmm. But basically, mm. they're being sentenced to a maximum 20 years in prison for each of them for fraud um, and money laundering. They did some other stuff. I mean, it's just a hot mess. But I think... I mean, it's... You know, yeah, one of the things that I think about as an accountant is, and, and which I don't even... Which I think I know that they didn't think about this, is there's a such thing as called gift taxes. So, mm. like you're only allowed to give a gift of X amount of dollars before it triggers or requires some type of gift tax to be paid. And I think that number is something like 13,000 per person. Correct. So like, let's yep. say, for example, if I gave somebody a gift of, you know, $40,000, I can't just give them that gift and there'd be no gift tax return filed. So all the money that they were taking out of this man's account Yep. and putting in an account that belonged to them, a lot of that probably should have had, unless they were, even if they were paying themselves for, let's say, their caregiver services, mm -hmm. um, it's like, 
there should have been some type of tax filing to where it's just like, you guys have just set yourself up for some serious issues here. Yeah. And you know, what's, what's sad and disappointing. This was over, like, it wasn't even like six months. So it was like from 2017, September to like May. Okay. No, a little bit over six months. What is that? Like nine months. So over a, a period of nine months, they were basically abusing on um, the access wow. that this man had given them. I don't remember. I, I don't recall if it mentions how they actually developed the relationship, but I think for me as an accountant, one of the red flags that I see here is I don't think while I think that it was good to for him to have access to his funds, I think he should have hired an accountant who actually was managing the fund for him because at $60 million, an online brokerage account for $60 million, like you should have someone that's like basically advising you like, okay, you just moved a million dollars yesterday. Hey, kind of like, you know, bringing it to your attention and say, okay, this is a problem. Um, and so I think just that, again, that level of checks and balances where you have almost like a money manager uh, and maybe not an mm -hmm. accountant, but a, man a money manager who's going to be asking some of these questions that kind of raise the red flag because I think they would have caught this earlier because he wasn't in the best mental state to maybe be able mm -hmm. to catch these things. But at least if there was like a money manager or someone who was like, okay, you just moved $5 million in five days. Like this is unlike you based on, you know, the number of days, the number of you know, years we've been working together, I think that would have probably raised an issue and a red flag relatively quickly and maybe could have even saved the man's life because they basically said in the article that it was the fact that they gave him LSD that deteriorated um, the, wow. like his mental health and the case of his life. So he probably could have survived and recovered if he was getting the proper treatment, but they abused mm -hmm. this situation. So now it's like, not only are you potential, not only are you facing up to 20 years in prison for, you know, fraud, but I don't know what kind of like, would it not manslaughter, but I don't know what charges you could possibly be yeah, charged. Probably, there probably are some criminal that. charges in there. Uh, which yeah. I guess the IRS wouldn't disclose that because the IRS wouldn't be involved with the criminal charges on that yeah. because they're, they're not monetary in nature. Mm -hmm. Um, I think there, still, there yeah. probably are some, you know, some other charges that were brought outside of the case that the IRS had had yeah. with these two individuals. Yeah, it's unfortunate, but um, I think that's why it's important to have a professional or someone that'll kind of will be able to identify, hey, something doesn't look right here. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I mean, yeah. and I think in in a case like that, this is where I always advocate for a team of. You know, a financial advisor is going to look out for your risk and your investments. Your accountant, mm -hmm. if it's a tax preparer, they're going to look out from the tax implications. If it's a bookkeeper, um, they're going to look out for just making sure that the financials make sense so you can keep an eye on what's happening. Um, and if it's a CFO, they're going to help you think strategically if you're like running a business or making some strategic investments. And I think, you know, at $60 million, you definitely need a team. Yeah. Um, of people who are watching some stuff. So, wow, that's a wild story. So thank you for sharing this week's tax tea. Um, My pleasure. Uh, it it sounds like a movie, um, a bad movie at that, uh, but it did sound like a movie. I told you, no, it was, it was pretty serious. So yeah, it looks like they're being charged for money laundry, aggravated identity theft. I mean, there, there is a lot. So yeah, the, the guy that died wasn't even he was 57 years old, not even. Oh, 60. wow. wow. Yeah, I will say 
That sounds like a Nigerian movie, right? Oh there. my gosh! <laughs> <laughs> wow, wow. Okay. We're and for those of you that are listening that don't that don't know, my wife is Nigerian, and we wow. watch a lot of Nigerian movies all from time to time. And so the storylines in Nigerian wow. movies can be pretty wild. Um, I, really, I really feel like that comment was a low blow because we're like almost at the end of the episode and I cannot even defend myself in this very moment. But you know what? I'm going to I mean, let you have there's that. no defense. I don't think there's any defense necessary. <laughs> I mean, a Niger- he- I mean, okay, fair. I would agree. That does sound like a Nigerian movie. I can't even lie. That sounds like one of those Nigerian movies where, like, honestly, you're just like, oh my gosh. And then it, it's sad because they say they he befriended. Okay, yeah, definitely a Nigerian movie. He was befriended. Uh, they befriended him. I guess they approached him knowing he was he was mentally ill and basically knowing mm-hmm. went into the situation knowing that they were going to be taking advantage of this guy. So that's unfortunate. But yeah, because even as you were saying it, like I've seen a couple Nigerian movies that have a similar where someone took advantage of someone because they had money and they kind of moved in. And then in the end, they ended up getting caught for what they were doing by some divined or, you know, legal (laughs) authority steps in and then catches them. So I'm that just like, true. yeah, that okay, sounds fine. like a Nigerian movie fine. right there. It does sound like a Nigerian movie. Because, you know, Kenyan, Kenyans don't make those kind of movies. But no, it does sound like a Nigerian movie. <laughs> awesome. No, well, hey, know. everyone, thank you so much for joining us today. Until next time, thanks for tuning in. <laughs>